Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. So today I'm speaking with Bob Quick, Executive Director and Founder of Global Secure Accreditation. Bob, tell us a bit about what was the rationale behind acquiring ISAP and entering the service department space. Well, George, um, we saw this as a really exciting opportunity for Global Secure um, because we're very active in the hotel accreditation space, but um, service departments are equally important and and other serviced accommodation options. And what we're seeing is increasingly corporates considering that option um, because it can be cost effective, it can be convenient, um, and the proportion uh, of serviced accommodation in the portfolio of corporates is, is increasing in many cases. Um, but what, what might be holding it back was the, the perception, rightly or wrongly, that, that these options might not be as safe and secure as hotels. So we see the opportunity to allay that concern and really offer what we would describe as a one-stop shop where corporate travel managers and their partners can come to uh, GSA and get a consistent level of accreditation across the accommodation sector. So we're really excited by the opportunity uh, that acquiring ISAP presented, and we're very pleased we succeeded. Mm-hmm. And how will ISAP sit alongside the GSA accreditation? Will, will they be independent or will they be merged into one service? Uh, they'll be harmonised. So um, we're not going to rush into that because ISAP, you know, has has worked very hard over the last seven or so years to establish a trusted accreditation framework for that sector. And there are subtle differences, obviously, between hotels and the serviced apartment sector. So we need to recognise that and work with it. But we see the opportunity to harmonise the two accreditation systems so they become very consistent. And in fact, already there are marked similarities between the two systems. So under the supervision of our regulator, SFJ Awards, we're going to work to harmonise that so the market sees a really consistent approach to accreditation of accommodation, uh, where they're clear about what the standards are and the processes, and indeed the customers, the serviced accommodation providers and hotel operators um, can have a, a, a straightforward, easy experience in making sure their properties are accredited and become very appealing to travellers because they have that assurance about safety, security and health security, as well as other standards. Mm-hmm. And what will ISAP relationship be with ASAP going forward? Um, well, we think it'll be a very close one. We, we want to work with ASAP and the... Corporate Housing Providers Association based in the US. Um, We see them as very close partners. We will be committed to working with them to drive up standards across the industry um, and to continue to develop the accreditation service to make it easier to access, um, clearer for customers to understand. And we will invest significantly in really marketing that because, of course, we have ISO 31030 on the horizon and we think that's going to have a big industry impact because it's due for publication towards the end of September, early October 
Um, It's now in its final draft. And I I think it will create a greater awareness on the part of all travellers, but particularly corporate travellers, of the existence of a global benchmark for travel risk management. So we think that uh, that in itself will create a, a desire on the part of corporate travel managers uh, and travel risk management to align with those standards. And what we're, we're going to be about is making that really easy to do. Um, so I think it gives providers the opportunity to make their properties really easy for corporate travel managers to access, um, knowing that they will be compliant with that new ISO travel risk management standard. So how many operators and units does ISAP have signed up so far? And, and do, you have, do you have targets for its growth over the next few years? Yeah, we're currently developing targets for its growth. We see, again, a great opportunity. It's a big sector um, and there's a growing appetite uh, that we've seen in recent years in this sector for standards to be developed and publicised and made clear to buyers. So at the moment, there are about 150 providers in the network across about 21, 22 countries. Um, we don't actually accredit units. So my guess would be would be upward of 30,000 as it stands at the moment around the world. But we are really committed to growing that by making accreditation a, a real value differentiation for providers. And we think, as I say, as ISO 31030 is published, um, corporate travel managers will be looking to align with that standard. So the offer of uh, serviced accommodation um, and serviced apartments that, that meet that standard and they, they can access quickly and easily, I think really heightens the appeal of the serviced accommodation sector enormously to that market. Um, so the potential is huge and we, we're, we're really prepared to invest in it and try and grow that, that, that access to accredited accommodation. Since the start of the pandemic, there, there have been quite a few new kite marks and charters and, and badges. And do, do you think it's getting a bit confusing for providers out there? And do you think some of this will sort of shake out? And, and how can maybe some of the accreditors perhaps work together to make the to make the landscape a bit more understandable, easy to understand for providers? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, George. I think the landscape has become a bit cluttered, particularly in the sort of stampede to introduce uh, COVID secure schemes. But when you boil it down, it comes back to the, you know, some simple questions about whether um, the accreditation system is credible Um, So you've got to look at who's offering it and their credentials. And that's where we think we do stand out as a company. We have huge depth and breadth in security and safety expertise. Um, And we have the benefit of being supervised by a UK government approved regulator under the Ofqual framework. And that's SFJ Awards, who actually have specialised in the security and health uh, space for many, many years. So they bring enormous expertise to the table. So we think we can offer something that's really simple to understand, that's really uh, able to be trusted and will give corporate travel managers the assurance that they need that they're exercising proper due diligence uh, in in the the security and safety of their travelling staff. So that's really what we aim to do. 
um, the, 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 the standard ISO 31030 actually does impress upon corporate travel managers the need to look carefully at these schemes and actually um, to, to, to see whether they themselves have some independent validation, which is, of course, what we have with the SFJ awards. Mm-hmm. And finally, Bob, how do you see the role of accreditation evolving as business travel starts to pick up? And to what extent are you seeing the return of business travel at the moment? Well, the return to travel is, of course, uh, still heavily impeded by international travel restrictions. But what we are seeing is organisations really planning for the restoration and resumption of travel late this year and certainly into 2022. So we're we're seeing plans for the resumption of travel. We don't expect the volumes will be what they were, um, probably significant less in in the next few years. Um, because really, I think we are in the business of rebuilding confidence in travel. Uh, and we know employees will be nervous um, about that resumption and, uh, you know, the, the continued potential health security threat from COVID-19. And, of course, other uh, threats, because it's really opened our eyes to the fact these viruses are out there. Um, and there are, there are regional viral threats out there. There's always the risk of, a, of another pandemic. So we've got to really design in to our standards um, measures that give people confidence that everything possible and reasonable has been done by that hotel or accommodation provider um, to ensure that they will have a safe and secure stay. And that's really what, what we're all about. Great stuff. Bob, thanks for talking to us today. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, head over to servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.